Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing fantastic. Welcome back to my channel. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. I am Dr. Michelle Daff. And today we're talking about five daily habits of highly feminine women. I want to start just by saying thank you so much to every single one of you ladies who watches my content, who leaves beautiful, encouraging comments to me, who follow me on Instagram and send me messages and encourage me. You mean so much to me. And your comments and messages and feedback is why I am continuing to put out content on femininity, solo content to hopefully help you grow. I really just also wanted to remind you that when I first started off with this content, the women who I had in mind initially were women who did not have any guidance growing up, women who didn't have mothers or who had mothers who didn't teach them things or were too busy and had different things going on in their lives where they couldn't focus on femininity. Women who grew up in neighborhoods where they were so hardened by the environment that they had no time to think about femininity and maybe now are wanting to know who they really are. So I don't want you to ever listen to this content and feel like it's overwhelming, feel like you cannot do it because all things are possible with God. And knowing that you can become the feminine woman that God created you to be. So I'm giving you today five things that I've noticed growing up and cultivating my femininity. I was a very feminine woman by nature, and you know, you are too, <laughs> but I was highly, highly feminine. I did not realize that though until I grew a lot older and started witnessing other things around me and felt just very different. But I started also focusing on other women that I realized were extremely feminine and had certain traits that I didn't have and really honed in on these women to try to learn what they did to be able to live the life that I actually really wanted to live. So hopefully these tips will help you and you can incorporate them into your everyday life. It will help you blossom in your femininity. So go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to write in, your favorite notebook, your favorite pen, and let's talk about this. Now, these are in no particular order, but the first thing that is a highly important habit of truly feminine women that we practice on a day-to-day -day basis is receiving. Now, I have talked about receiving plenty of times on this channel. And if you watch femininity content, you hear receive, 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 receive all the time. And if you're someone who struggles with learning to receive, this can maybe feel kind of annoying. But one thing that I've noticed about highly feminine women that I started incorporating into my life is asking for what I want. So that's even a step higher than receiving because you can receive as a feminine woman. It's part of your nature to be open and free-flowing and allow things to kind of come to you and accept them with grace. But there's also a step further where you're also asking for what you want. So knowing that you are worthy of receiving certain things is important. I did an interview 
on my channel with Jackie Ina, who's a content creator, and we talked about luxury and Black women feeling like they deserve luxury. And there were a lot of comments, and there were women saying, like, who says Black women don't feel like they deserve luxury? It's not true. Well, here's the thing. People oftentimes think that they deserve something, but it's your behavior and your actions that show whether or not you feel you really deserve something. And when you feel like you really deserve something, you are going to ask for it. You are going to accept nothing less. And then when it comes your way, you are going to receive it with grace. So when you're a feminine woman, if there's something that you need, you say you need it and you don't feel bad. You just ask and you expect to receive. And this goes for dating, workplace, your own physical body with caretakers, doctors, people at the store, whatever you need, you just ask for it. And then you gladly and graciously receive it. This also comes in mind when we talk about receiving feedback from people. Highly feminine women are able to listen and receive. It doesn't matter if the person's saying something that might feel a little bit mm, uncomfortable. If it's something that you know, needs to be heard, they receive it. Now, obviously you have things like boundaries and other things that we'll talk about later, but the difference between a woman who is truly feminine and a woman who is really in her masculine energy is that a feminine woman can receive with grace. So her husband is confident to walk up to her and to tell her something and isn't worried that she's going to cut it off give him a negative feedback, be shut off or closed off. Like he knows going into that situation that she's going to be open. And this goes for your friends. This goes for your coworkers. This goes for a stranger. They can look at you and just tell that you would be open and receptive to even something as simple as a hello or a smile. Now, I know receiving can be a little bit difficult for women depending on how they feel about themselves and how they feel about other people. If you're a person who is always on guard thinking that people don't want the best for you or people are trying to harm you or use you, then it will be difficult for you to receive because your perception of the world is tainted. And so that is something a little deeper that will have to be fixed for you to be able to receive. You have to feel safe to receive from people. And if you feel like the world is against you or people are evil or cruel or everyone is bad, then receiving will be difficult. And also, if you see yourself as a person who's unworthy of things, if you think that you are someone who needs to work for something and you cannot get something without putting in work, you cannot just receive, people are doing this to you because maybe they see something in you that you don't see and that makes you uncomfortable. So your own self-image is going to impact how you receive and if you're even able to receive. And that's why sometimes it can feel so uncomfortable hearing that femininity is all about receiving. It's all about relaxing. It's all about leaning back, taking in. As women, as our anatomy is uh, constructed from God, we are the receivers. And we take that, we do a little something with it, and we give you something better. So we're not just receivers, but we receive to create and give back. 
And when you receive, you are able to be built up and charged up as a woman to be able to give back to the world, give back to yourself, and your cup is always full. So this is something that is practiced on a daily basis, asking for what you want and then receiving it with grace. So I want you to do a quick check-in with yourself and think about how you feel when people give you compliments, how you feel when people give you unexpected gifts. How do you feel? Are you able to receive? Are you able to receive without thinking that people have an ulterior motive? How does it feel after you receive? Do you feel so uncomfortable that you can't enjoy whatever it is because you're so nervous and worked up from receiving something? I want you to really just check in with yourself, check in with your body and think about what it is that stops you from being able to receive freely and graciously. The second daily habit of highly feminine women is having a positive outlook towards situations and people. This is a marker that I've noticed when I study women who are truly living in their femininity and are full of joy in life is that they choose to see the best in situations and in people. So whenever you are talking to someone, you can kind of figure out where they are mentally, regardless of how they look, their job title, how much money they have. The word of God says that out of the mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks. Meaning that no matter what happens, whatever is inside of a person is going to come out. Whatever their true nature is, is going to come out. Just give them a few minutes. Just listen to someone speak for a few minutes. The abundance of the heart will flow out of their mouth. This is why it's so important, just a side note, that when you go on dates to really just be in your femininity and be present and just listen to the man, because so many of you ladies struggle, struggle with meeting men who end up being no good because you didn't pay enough attention to the signs. And if you're able to listen, again, just kind of being in that receptive mode, you're able to hear clearly. And when you are a feminine woman living in your femininity, the things that come out of you are going to tell on you. They're going to reveal who you truly are as a woman to whoever you're dealing with. Now, ways that you can practice this on a daily basis is just being very cautious of the way that you frame situations or how you respond to other people. So if you're talking to someone and they're complaining about something in their day going wrong, you could just be empathetic and say, oh, I understand that sounds really awful and this really sucks and just kind of side with them. Or you can say like, that really sounds awful. I'm really sorry that you're feeling like this, but I can see this kind of just turning around for you faster than you think. Saying something positive, leaving people with a positive and an uplifting spirit after they interact with you. And this is something that is very difficult to do if you're not practicing it daily. I've seen people who are able to do this with other people because they think other people's lives are better than their own, but they can't do it with themselves. So really you doing with yourself is really what's going to change your life completely. Not just because, you know, you're thinking better thoughts, because those thoughts will turn into actions and will turn into just 
the way that you see the world, the interactions that you have, and it'll shine on your countenance. It'll shine on your being. You will be transformed as you begin to shape your thoughts into a positive way and also shape situations. So what I've noticed (laughs) about feminine women that I think is so beautiful, and this is why I love being around truly feminine women, is that even in situations that are not going the way that they expected, they're able to just reshape that situation, reframe it, and make it enjoyable. Just enjoy it for what it is. And (laughs) this is something that I had to learn over time, but once I adopted this new way of living, it just completely changed my life. Because you can be in situations that are going left, like maybe you planned on going to a movie with your boyfriend, and then he says that his car broke down and his friends are gonna pick him up and you're gonna they're gonna hang out, and you're like, What? I was ready for this day, and now you're upset, right? Instead, you can say, Wow, that's a bummer. I was really looking forward to seeing you, but it's going to be even better next time. Or maybe you're already out with him and he had plans to go to dinner and you guys get to dinner and they're all out of seats. They overbooked for the night. Are you able to shift your thoughts and say, well, you know what? It's okay. Let's go somewhere else. Let's just go get some tacos down the street instead of going to this like five-star restaurant. Sure, we're extremely dressed up, but that's going to make it more fun. That is feminine living. You being flexible, you being open, you flowing. Okay, it's flow. Femininity is flow. You're going with the plans instead of being like, oh, this always happens to me. I swear, every time I think that something good is going to happen, I get dressed up and we get there and there's always something. And now you're in a crappy mood and he's sitting there looking at you like, okay, it's not that serious, right? And you're just like, the whole day is ruined. <laughs> I don't want you to be like that. I really want you to be able to start being flexible. And this was so fun. Um, when I actually got engaged, this is why I'm so happy that I was able to fully embrace every aspect of femininity before I uh, got engaged and got married because I think it would have just changed my life if I wasn't a feminine woman. I remember literally the day that I got engaged, my husband took me to Paris to propose to me and we were in this hot air balloon. But part of his little plan was to like trick me and tell me that the plans that we had had gotten ruined. So he told me we were going to go ballroom dancing. And then we get to the hot air balloon and I'm in a ballroom gown. We get to the hot air balloon and he's like, oh my gosh, I booked the wrong activity. Like, how could this happen? I don't know. Maybe I got the dates confused. We're in another country. I don't know. And he's like getting all stressed. And I'm like, who cares? (laughs) This is awesome. This is a hot air balloon. Like, let's do this. And it was so much fun. And then of course, that was part of his whole plan. And he proposed to me. But imagine if I would have been in a crappy mood because we didn't do what I thought we were going to do. I was looking forward to ballroom dancing. This guy is so stupid. He always messes up plans. He always gets stuff wrong. He's so disorganized. Ugh, right? Like that could have also been my reaction. And the whole thing would have been ruined. He would have looked at me like this girl has an attitude. This just throws off the whole vibe. Like everything would have been ruined. So being open and spontaneous and joyful even when things don't go the way you plan for them to go, is a habit of highly feminine women. And that's why 
they're so magnetic to people, to children, to men, to other women, because everyone wants to be around someone who's going to make the situation better. It doesn't mean you have to be fake or like overly joyful when something is actually awful, but it means that you're able to be appropriate, of course, be appropriate, but reshape it to a way where you still acknowledge that eh, this kind of sucks. And that literally did happen to us on Valentine's Day when I was like eight months pregnant. I could barely walk. And he booked this like beautiful dinner. We got there and they overbooked. We were outside waiting. For, it was crazy for like almost an hour. And we couldn't even enjoy Valentine's Day there. We had, literally just had to go home. And that could have been a really awful situation, which it was. It was an awful situation, but I just didn't dwell on it. I did not just completely destroy the night, but it did not feel good. And I mentioned that I didn't feel good. And I just allowed myself to just be a little sad. And that's okay too, right? So it's okay. It just can't be like your your default to always be moody and upset when things don't go right and wallowing in pity with other people when they're complaining about things. In terms of seeing the best in people, this is also really important in this culture and society that we live in. A lot of times you might be out and you might see things with people that just really disturb you or disgust you, or maybe you just don't understand. And it's important to see the best in them anyway. Now, a person could be having a bad day and be really grumpy with you at the grocery store. Doesn't mean that you have to cuss them out or say something nasty back to them. It's okay to just give them a little bit of grace and say, you know what, maybe he's just having a really bad day in your mind and smile anyway and go about your day. Or if you see someone who is dressed in a way that makes you feel very uncomfortable, maybe, you know, in this culture now, Speaking of femininity, like there are a lot of men now who want to be women and they may be dressed as a transgender. And for you, that may be very uncomfortable to see, depending on your relationship with God, depending on how you were raised, depending on your age. Okay, I have women who watch me who are in their 70s. You growing up, this kind of thing was never seen. And now you're in the store and you see this and you might literally feel uncomfortable or disturbed, and you may want to say something rude or make a nasty face, and that is just so inappropriate. You can dislike the action without disliking the person, okay? We're all here together to figure out life, and as a person who's a child of God, I hate anything God hates. So if I see something I know God hates, I hate it too, but I don't hate the person, and I'm still able to smile and say hello. They're a human, right? (laughs) And, you know, maybe I don't like what I'm seeing, but that's okay. I can say a prayer for them and remember that they are a person. So when it comes to seeing the best in people, it's it's the people who you don't want to see the best in that will challenge you. And you stepping into your femininity means that you are still going to see the best in that person, even if what they're doing is something that you disagree with. Femininity is so beautiful because feminine women are highly compassionate and compassion goes past what you can see into what you cannot see. Compassion breaches through the seen 
into the unseen. A person may be acting very ugly because they had a very ugly life. Very ugly things happen to them. And you cannot see that from just looking at them, but your compassion will allow you to see that and show them love anyway. This also goes in line with people who maybe you don't want to see the best in them because they're living their best life. Okay, now this is a really important thing. And feminine women who are truly living in their femininity really should not be struggling with this. But if you have things like jealousy and other, you know, things inside of you that you're still working through, this is something that may be challenging, but I do challenge you to work with God to overcome it because really all it does is hinder you. And this is when you see another woman, maybe another feminine woman living out her best life. Are you able to see it and be joyful with them and see the best in them and not be down on them or down on yourself? So I just saw a post of someone that I follow. She just had a baby and she took her baby on a trip and she made a post about how great the trip was. Her baby barely cried on the airplane. He slept the whole time in the hotel, like just perfect scenario, right? And yes, in the photos, she's on a private jet because that's her lifestyle. She flies private and that's a blessing for her. And so people are in the comments and they're like, oh my gosh, well, of course your baby's not going to cry. You're in a private plane. Try flying commercial. And all these little nasty negative comments that were just so inappropriate. Even if she flies on a private plane, her baby still has a very high chance of crying because of the air pressure, because of a new situation. There could be so much still that could cause a baby to freak out because adults freak out in the air. But when a person is focusing on her blessings or her accomplishments or her lifestyle and they're so jealous that they can't even be kind, then it shows like where you are, where you are with your soul. It shows that you're not in a place yet where you really are living in your femininity because you cannot truly be happy for a person because of something that they think is a beautiful moment in their life. So Highly feminine women support one another. They give grace, they give compassion, and they see the best in situations and in people. Another daily habit of highly feminine women is focusing on your feelings. As women, as women living in our femininity, we are feelings focused in terms of operating from the neck down. So masculinity is all up here. It's all in the head. It's what you think. Femininity is neck down. It's how you feel. It's the body. This is what makes you feminine, is how you're able to interact and connect with your body. Okay. And that's why years ago when I started my femininity content, I talked about having a conversation with your body and healing the disconnection with your body because you need to be connected to your body. And a daily habit of highly feminine women is checking in with how they feel. My love, how you feel is going to impact everything you do. And I'm not saying that you should live a life based on your emotions. But what I'm saying is that when something happens, do not ignore how you feel. Do not ignore what your body is telling you about something, even if your head is saying something different. That's the power in your femininity is that you are focused on how you feel. 
And how you feel can help you to determine when you've had enough, when you need to rest. As women, we need to prioritize resting. Our bodies need rest. Your mind needs rest. So knowing when you need to rest and then actually resting, actually believing that you deserve to rest, and resting and receiving that time to rest is necessary. Knowing that you don't feel right, so you need to express yourself. Maybe someone said something and it didn't sit right with you, didn't feel right. After it happened, the situation kind of just made you mm, a little uncomfortable. And the rest of the day, all you can think about is how you feel, right? Now, I'm hoping and praying that you are in a place now, by now, we've been working together for three years now, so I'm praying and hoping that by now, you have taken the steps to give yourself what you need in terms of mental health. We've talked so much about therapy and talking to someone and getting checked out to see what's going on with you mentally, ensuring that that is solid because mental health is extremely important. It is literally the most important thing after your spiritual life. So if you're fine mentally, you don't have a mental health disorder and you are functioning normally, then your feelings are a true indicator of how whatever it is that's going on is really affecting you. So let me just give you a little example. I had a birthday party for my son and I invited someone to the party And this person told me that I needed to to invite someone else that was part of like a group that we're part of. And I did not know this person. I did not know her at all. So I don't typically invite people to things who I do not know. But she felt that it was probably like the best thing to do in terms of just cohesion and that sort of thing to invite this person. So in the conversation, I said, oh, okay, that's fine. You can go ahead and invite her. But I didn't feel right about it. I felt like this person had imposed their own beliefs and their own values and their own wants onto me. It did not feel right to me. And it took me a few days because I I still wasn't happy for this person to come. Like, I just didn't, I didn't want to do it just because someone said I should do it if I didn't actually want to do it. So with that, eventually I did have to give the person a phone call and say, listen, I know you probably already invited her and it's okay, but in the future, I just want you to know that I invite people who I want there and I have a relationship with. Please respect that, right? Because I didn't want to go back and say they can't come because it was too late by then. But I wanted that person to know that what she did, I was not okay with. So it's about how you feel because mentally... She's probably right. It probably was the right thing to invite her if we're part of a group and she's the only one who didn't get invited. But I didn't even know who this person was. (laughs) So, and even if I knew who she was, if I didn't invite her, I didn't invite her. And that's okay. That was my decision. So feeling like I got like pushed into something that I did not want to do made me feel very uncomfortable. So I needed to let her know. And that's what femininity is all about on a daily basis, is you checking in with yourself, your body, your feelings, and deciding what happened and how can I ensure that that doesn't happen again so that I can operate authentically as myself. Highly feminine women 
have boundaries and they operate in them. Now, for me, boundaries has always been a very difficult area to navigate. And it's something that I'm continuing, as you can see, to work on uh, for many different reasons. But as I continue to press into it, God gives me more and more situations to set them. And I have an entire playlist on boundaries. If it's something that you also struggle with, I have an entire playlist helping you. And it's a really good series for those of you who have not watched it on how to deal with boundaries. I have it on YouTube and I have an extended version on my podcast. So let's do a quick check-in this very moment. Check in with your body and tell me how you're feeling. How are you feeling listening to this content? How are you feeling during this day? Because I think this is an area that so many women, especially those of you who have not really dived into femininity, like you really haven't embraced all aspects of femininity, are probably struggling with. And that's connecting to your body and how you feel. Our number four daily habit of highly feminine women is daily cleansing. Now, we don't have to talk about being a beautiful, nice looking woman because you already know as a feminine woman, you look nice. Like you present, you show up looking beautiful. You show up as your best self every single day. We're not talking about that. And I'm also not talking about daily cleansing, like taking a shower. I am talking about cleansing your mind. Women who are really living in their femininity are very careful about what enters their mind. And they're also very intentional about cleaning it every single day. This world is full of beauty and also full of chaos. And if you turn on the television, which I do not, but if you're someone who enjoys watching the news or following people on Instagram that showcase what's going on in the world, unfortunately, most of it will leave you feeling very uncomfortable, very unhappy. And even if it's not that, even if you're watching movies and listening to music, there are so many messages always being pushed at you every single moment. And most of these messages are negative. Most of these messages are there to make you feel like maybe you're missing something in life. And if you're not intentional about washing yourself out, rinsing every single thing that touched you that day, then you will fall victim to the things that you ingest. So a daily cleansing is necessary and the best, most effective way to do that is by the washing of the word, by actually spending time with God and allowing the word of God, the Bible, to clean you and to wash you and to take out every bit of junk that's been put on you and fill you with words from God. Because words from God change your entire life. Words from God are the only words that have the power to change your life. Now, in the word of God, it says in Ephesians, Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. The church is you. You're the church, not not the building, you the person. So Christ also loved you and gave himself up for you so that he may sanctify you, having cleansed you by the washing of water with the word. That's how I read the Bible to myself, but it actually says, Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, 
so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. Jesus Christ has cleansed you, my love, by the washing of water with the word. He is constantly cleaning you off, my love. He is constantly wiping off the dirt, wiping off the pain, wiping off the hurt, wiping off the shame. He is washing you with the water of his word. His word is what washes you. It's what cleans you off and gives you the hope that you need for whatever it is that you're looking for in life. And that is the only way for you to truly live a life that is meant for you. It's hard. Life is not easy. It's not a breeze. And it's definitely not a breeze when you're doing it by yourself. You have to be intentional about receiving the help that God has designed for you because you are body, soul, and spirit all in one. You're not your body. And you will know that if a person passes away, they're gone, but their body is there. You're not your body. You're not your soul. You are a spirit. You are spirit living in your body and you have a soul. So you being spirit need to connect spiritually every single day because your spirit craves it. Your spirit was designed for it. You were made by God for him. You were made for him. He made you for himself, but he gave you the choice to choose whether or not you want to be with him. But you are always going to crave something that nothing can actually fulfill because it was made for God. So every single day, spending time with God, reading the word and allowing yourself to be washed by it will help to cleanse you and to renew you and evolve you by God's power to become the woman that he created you to be, the feminine woman that he created you to be will bloom from the washing of the word. And last but certainly not least, my darling, and of course there are more ways, but the last, I think, very important thing that should be done on a daily basis as a highly feminine woman is spending time in nature. Femininity is all about enjoying the beauty that God has to offer. And spending time in nature has so many benefits, but this is something you have to do intentionally. There are times that you may realize that you spent no time in nature and it affects you mentally. People who work in offices where there are no windows, I've had one before where my office, actually it's happened like two or three times. I've had like two or three offices where there are no windows. I'm literally like in a box. And there was a drastic difference in my my mood and just the way that I showed up, not receiving light coming through the window, not being able to look out at anything. There's a reason why when they want to punish someone severely, they put them in a dark room and don't let them see sunlight. Don't let them outside because they literally want to rob you of the most beautiful thing, which is nature which is sunlight, which is, you know, the things that money cannot buy, but God put here for free. So take time every day to spend time in nature, even if it's 10 minutes during lunch, to just take a walk, look around, look at the trees, look at the mountains, look at the clouds, 
don't look at the sun, (laughs) but look at the moon if it's nighttime, you know, look around you and look at the glory of God. Look at everything that he made and how beautiful it is and how effortless things are just being. And it reminds you that you as a person don't have to struggle if these things can just exist because God created them. And you are so important. You are the most important important thing to God. He will take care of you in the same exact way. And it just helps to give you that confidence in just knowing that things will be okay. Spending a little time looking at flowers, spending a little time, you know, just taking in fresh air. And now you don't even have to literally go outside to be in nature. I would want you to, but there are times where you probably can't. And if that's the case, then bring nature to you, bring nature in your home. I love having fresh flowers in my home once a week, just taking time and just making beautiful creations and putting them around the house because looking at that nature in my house just makes me feel better. And you don't always have to go and buy these things. You can literally take walks and pick flowers and make your own bouquets at home. Something I always think is also really beautiful to do. And I do this more in the winter than I do in the summer, but I think I'm going to start doing more in the summer are simmer pots. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's when you take like flowers and orange peels and, you know, things from nature, cranberries, you may take some cinnamon sticks and you boil them in a pot or in a crock pot and you let the aroma of these beautiful, natural ingredients fill your home smells glorious. It's so comforting and it's so beautiful to look at. Simmer pots are a wonderful way of inviting nature into your house and also just conserving things around you and repurposing them and realizing how everything that God makes like has so many wonderful gifts in it. It's not just the beautiful gift of looking at the beautiful thing, but the gift and whatever that beautiful thing actually brings into your life. And it's the same thing with you, my love. You as a feminine woman are so beautiful. You're beautiful to look at. You're beautiful to be with. But the most beautiful part of you is not in the way that you look. It's in the gift that's inside you, the gift that you're here to bring to the world. That is your true beauty because that is your true purpose. And I want you to love your femininity, to live in your femininity, to exude femininity everywhere you go and practice it on a daily basis with these five tips. I hope that you learned something or you just felt better listening to it. I hope that it just helps you to remind you of ways that you can be more feminine. I thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Let me know which tip really resonated with you or if there's a topic here you want me to go a little bit deeper into. Let me know. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next time. Remember, in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.